0: So now to fill out
1: Welcome to our 23rd Amuna class with Rav Shalom Arush. We have the big merit, thank God, to be together in Yushalayim. And not only that, in New York, with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Such an honor to host such a special guest with the Rav Shalom Orish, Shlita in our beautiful studio in Yushalayim Kodesh, and Rav Dain Elgar to translate in our beautiful studio. And it's so honorable for us to have all you wonderful viewers to the fact that we're dedicating our class to the success of Rabbi Simon Jacobson, the Meaningful Life Center and community and all. Amen. Say amen. 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 <laughs> and to the full amen. healing. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. And to the full healing of Tova Lea Basrivka and Gedalia's son, Um Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Tova Basha, to be rid of Corona and ha- all have a refuah Shlema. We appreciate your dedication to our Amuna classes. First, amen. Yes, amen. we have to say thank you for all the appreciated feedback and questions. And you're welcome to leave some here on our YouTube and Facebook. I'll be checking regularly on Facebook Live and and YouTube Live. Also, we're cross-posting with the Meaningful Life Center's Facebook as well. They're kindly sharing our class, which we do ask all our guests to share our posts. Thank you so much. And to remind you all about Rav Arash Amuna coaching, we really would like to go today to our exercise and workshop. We already had the fifth. And last class, we sort of touched base, but we'd like to remind the Rav to get to the six because I mean, it probably was my fault, but we jumped through it with Mayor Kay, our guest. Here is the feedback quickly we'll go through from you wonderful viewers. Thank you so much for asking questions in the class, Bruch Hashem, you asked my question and it gave people a lot of chizek here in LA. Awesome classes, that's our first feedback. Second feedback, Rabbi Eli Goldsmith, I didn't know I was a rabbi. I can see <laughs> your excitement all the way from South Africa. What you are saying makes so much sense. P.S. You're looking great. No need to fret about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shalom Aleichem. Rabel Good. Tadar Abba for sharing this video and all your advices. Wow, so we're getting a bit of chizik here. Thank you. Rabbi, wonderful week. Thank you. Yasha Kayach Rabbi. Rabbi Shalom always brings me peace. These are from different people, different places. And remember, you guys can always partner all our wonderful viewers and followers with a whole year round of Amunalive.com. Umuna it's alive, but it's Amunalive.com. Shavua and the video, by the way, is showing there as well. So you can go there, no problem. Shavua thank you for all the light, laughter, and inspiration that you give us to bring into this world. Another feedback. Thank you, everyone, for raising our Amunah with such great light. Another feedback. Wow, it's pouring in. Thank you, Rav Orish and Mayor Kay. Such wonderful Nishamas. Rav Orish and Mayor Kay, thank you. That was our last week's guest. And we do know uh, that Mayor Kay interviewed Rabbi Simon Jacobson not so long ago on his podcast. So this very nice connection. I'm going to share these words of wisdom with my niece and sister who are going through challenges now, right now. Well, and the last feedback for today is, when I'm down, I watch your videos. It, it's my pick-me-up. So we're going to begin the class. Thank you so much, everyone, again for your feedback, and we ask you, please, to join us. Just one moment, Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Simon Jacobson, before we begin, we'd like to have Orish to start the Emuna exercise. Here we go through exercises, get our muscles moving, get some energy going, and we'll begin with that. Please.
2: Very nice. As she nice
3: because I don't want to delay the honorable rabbi Jacobson so we're going to go through all the, we're going to go through the whole process of their moon coaching and we're going to do it briefly and shorty shortly we learned for the first thing is to know that Hashem loves you the second exercise we learned there's no one else except Hashem Isparach. and no one can do you good or bad if it is not with the decree of the Creator.
2: The third exercise that we learnt that choosing
3: for the future is in a person's hand. In the path a person wants to follow, that will be the path that he will be led. The fourth exercise that we learnt.
2: <laughs> that whatever a person went through
3: till this point, his free choice is to know that everything that happened to him is only for the better good. <laughs>
2: And even things that a person failed,
3: he needs to know that the reason he failed is because he didn't want them enough. He didn't want enough to succeed, and he didn't pray enough to succeed.
2: The fifth exercise that we learned that you
3: have to do what is called the work of will, the work of willpower something that you want to achieve and to attain. For example, you want to completely leave the terrible traits of being angry. You always want to be happy. Everything that you want to attain and to achieve, you need to have a a daily work. Daily to work on this issue. (laughs) At least 15 minutes a day. And to ask for that thing on a daily basis. Until you will eventually attain what you're seeking.
2: That was the fifth exercise.
3: And the 6th exercise that we're going to learn
2: today. A person needs to know his
3: own essence. He needs to know that he is only good. And that you only want
2: to do good. And everything bad
3: comes from the dark side. It's not part of you. That means that Hakadosh Baruch Hu measures a person according to what he wants, according to what he desires.
2: כל מה שאדם יצרה, אמפית אדם לעצויות, וידקונות, וגזיפה אטמית, הכל ביגרש אדם, ויצרה משחניא אותו, שашופ שורא, שומרות של זרה, ו Kiddush זרה, וזה זה זה, זה נופל. This is a very important exercise to
3: work on because the reason a person falls into depression, into despair, into anger, into being disappointed of himself is because the dark side convinces him that his essence is bad. The dark side convinces him that he is a bad person and that's why he fails. So, 10 minutes on a daily basis, you ask a Kodesh Borah. My is good. Allah, allow me to believe that my will, that my
2: desire is only good, is purely good.
3: And if I've failed and I haven't succeeded, it's not because my essence is bad, it's because I'm still lacking prayer. But my essence is purely good. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: well, you have some work to do till next week. <laughs> and now I would like to ask the Honorable she, Rabbi Jacobson.
2: They will also say
3: the things that the Rabbi wants to share with us on this program. And if the Rabbi has any questions that he wants to share with the viewers, we'll be delighted to hear them.
2: I know, we know. Welcome Hashem We're welcoming the Rabbi. Thank you for being with us in our program. We're very happy to see you.
3: And we're very happy to hear you.
0: Thank you very much. I'll speak in English even though I could speak in Hebrew and hopefully you can translate for the rabbi. Um, and uh, firstly, I want to thank everyone involved. And starting from the rabbi, for his warm uh, having me on, speaking about such an important uh, subject that touch upon the fundamental principles of life itself, and understanding that Amuna faith, as was so beautifully spelled out now in the six steps, is just a uh, a nice optional uh, resource. That it actually lies at the heart and the most powerful tool that we human beings have that God blessed us with, the ability to actually reach a place that has the power to go beyond what we call beyond reason and beyond our limited faculties and reach very powerful inner strengths. So I want to just touch upon where the rabbi concluded with the sixth, uh, the sixth exercise, well, I'd, I'd like to dwell on that a moment, if I may. Um, every morning in the prayers, we say, Nishama, Shanasata bi that the soul you have given me, when we say, Moda'ani I thank you for Shaykhzata bin Nishmati, for returning my soul to me, and then we say, This Nishama that you have given me is pure. Exactly as we just heard, that you and I. Created by God, but Salam in the divine image are fundamentally not just pure and good and beautiful, but you're actually divine. You're a piece of godliness. God *vayipach Baap of God breathed his own breath into the human being, into Adam Harishan, and from that to each one of us. So we are living, walking, breathing, divine agent, divine ambassador which means that we embody a certain element of purity and goodness. But as the rabbi said, there's also another side that conceals that, and we're not aware of it all the time, especially when you grow up in a home or in a family, al-Islam, God forbid, that is dysfunctional or in some ways very critical and not nurturing of the neshama of the soul. So we start getting messages, you're not a good person, you're not living up to my expectations. So, in many ways, our true identity, that beautiful, beautiful, uh, so, a beautiful soul within us, which would love to sing and celebrate and spread its wings, like a child, you get scared. When people start criticizing and invalidating you and making you feel like you're worthless, at some point, the beautiful bird inside you that wants to dance and soar and fly becomes very scared. Like you see with children, children naturally are exuberant, they're free-spirited, they're adventurous, they're spontaneous. And then suddenly when someone starts pushing them down, and putting them down, they start becoming afraid of their own shadow and they begin to, they begin to re, uh, recoil and retreat. And you grow into an adult that's afraid, driven by fear, by insecurity, and so on. So there's no question. The key challenge is, is not to discover something new, to discover something that was always there within you, that your neshama, as we say every morning, is pure. You're really a free spirit that can really achieve anything you want to achieve, but you have to come to realize that what happened to you in life, even if it was negative things, is not, does not identify you. Jewish people have suffered greatly. You know, we read in the Parshas this week in the Torah, how the Jews suffered greatly in Mitzrayim, in Egypt. But the Maral of Prague says something beautiful. It says when the Jews left Egypt, you know what happened? They became, they recognized that they're fundamentally free people. Avodei Atem, avodim They're servants to God and they only deal with one God. They're not servants to other human beings. They never worship or bow. la <speaking in Hebrew> We don't bow to man or to man-made institutions, because we fundamentally people have suffered. But what does the Torah say last week's yifritz." As they were afflicted and oppressed, they thrived and they flourished. That is the nature of a Jew, the nature of a human being. You know why? Because even though we suffered, we never saw ourselves as sufferers. It happened to us. It's not who you are. And that's probably, the, from my experience, it's one of the ch- most challenging things, is to tell people what happened to you, it does not define you. You're not defined by your circumstances. You're not defined by experiences in life. You're defined by your neshama, by your soul. I want to just sum it up in short terms. Um, I remember speaking to Holocaust survivors, many of them, and I asked them a question you know, I'm an American boy born boy I never suffered like they suffered. I said, Is it true that when the Jews marched to the gas chambers, Chayul Isiyyah, Khmarl Islam, they sang animamin, Bamunashlaima, Babia Ta Mashiach? I believe animamin with complete faith in the coming of Mashiach. Afa even though he made delay, I still believe. Is it true? So Holocaust survivors told me we weren't near the gas chambers because they didn't want us to know what's happening even though we knew what was happening. But I can tell you that in the barracks, very often we would hear Animamin, we would hear Shema Yisrael, we would hear Kaddish Yiskad Alviyat, Kaddish Shmei Rabbah. We heard many prayers. So I said, with all respect, can I ask you a question? This was the darkest time in Jewish history. The Jewish people could have had every complaint like in the words of Moshe Rabbeinu, lama hiroisa la'am hazeh. Why are you doing evil to these people? They were being killed only because they're Jewish. So they could have had every legitimate complaint to God. So why are they singing God's praises and thanking Him and saying madani and saying kaddish and animamin? So I remember one Holocaust survivor told me, he said to me these words, he said, you have to remember, that the Jews were not insane, they were not, in, they were not in denial, they were not escaping, they were not in la-la land. They knew exactly what was happening to them. But they were declaring for everyone to always know the single most important thing. You can take our bodies, but you can't take our souls. You can take our lives, but you can't take our faith, our amunah. And if it won't be us, it will be our children. And if it won't be our children, it will be our grandchildren. Because in every generation, as we say by the Seder, they arose, our enemies, to destroy us. And nevertheless, God saved us. So you can kill us, but you only kill our physical bodies. You cannot kill our faith. And we will prevail. So it wasn't some form of escapism. It was actually saying you cannot destroy us. You can only take, for temporarily you can do something to us. This is just a tremendous lesson in life. You know, we should never go anything, we never will go through anything like that. But in our own small way, when sometimes we feel despair or we feel alone and we ask, where is Hashem? You know, people suffer, people have losses, children die, and you sometimes wonder, how do I hold on? So you have to remember, these are all events that happen, that they don't define you. Our greatest moment is the dignity and the majesty of a neshama declaring, an imamin, I believe in a higher truth. Even when things are not, it doesn't seem, doesn't, seem, doesn't seem revealed good. We know that there's a deeper truth, like the Rav said before. There's a deeper good. Allow the picture to unfold. It's like a story, like a narrative. You can't go by one chapter. You have to realize it's a bunch of chapters. There's a long story that began 5,781 years ago, and we're coming to the end of that the book, when with the coming of Mashiach, when we'll recognize, that no matter what we go through, there's a certain deeper truth and a deeper reality. But we will stand strong and know that no matter what happened to us, it didn't define us. We will always say that we stand with Go'en Yaakov, with Jewish pride, saying that God is with us, even sometimes when God is concealed, we still say we know he's there with us, just like a husband that may not be revealed, but he's always our husband. He's always there with us, and together with that type of resolute strength and resolve, we can get through anything. So that's my comments on what the, the Rav said. Obviously, there are things we can talk about and discuss, but I think I'm not sure how, what format we want to do this in a conversation format.
1: Thank you, Rabbi, very much. That and intro. that it goes totally perfect into what we're getting from the live feed. Unfortunately, a rabbi who worked here, Dr. Zeb Balin, has passed away today suddenly. Um, oh, oh, yeah, Sorry to you. And people have announced it on our Facebook Live. And we should only have simchas. And it's very sad, sad news. And the family should be comforted amongst the mourners of, of uh, Yushalayim and Sion. And please, God, we should. Should only share good things, and this is the point that we a lot of people have have written in about some of the hardships they're going through. For example, with finding a shidduch, they're really finding it hard to connect with people, and so this specific person is very picky and struggling. And they're trying so hard to say thank you. They believe in the rav's advice of, of of Amuna and and Hispodedus, but they're finding it very hard to actually get to that point of relationship where they can go ahead with the Shidduch to marriage. And another example we had, just to get another question, if you, the Rav doesn't mind if I just say it, is that we, how we came across the Rav was, I was listening to the Rav's podcast, to so the Rabbi Simon Jacobson's podcast, and it was there that people were talking about suicide, uh, being Hashem uh, if the Rav can translate. Eganu Rav...
3: Yes, so they, when we saw
1: this podcast about people, God forbid, wanting to, you know, commit suicide and these kind of heavy things, um, we've been getting those kind of questions in, and Rabbi Jacobson kindly offered his phone number live, to anyone who wants to phone in which is very unusual I, I don't see it's such an amazing thing to give your phone number in public so I, what's up to you to ask for permission to pass people over and hopefully some of those people went over to speak to you about this heavy thing but the nakura is we'd like to discuss this idea of or going ahead with panasa but when it doesn't feel like it's going how to not god forbid head in such a heavy direction this is the kind of questions that we're getting, and the challenges of mental health, including suicide, R' but also just simcha, joy. How do, how do we get advice from the from the R' Avorish and from from R' Jacobson?
3: We know that there are no barriers for people. People who have the capacity to make these kinds of decisions. And Rabbi Jacobson is keen to emphasize that this is not something that people should be discouraged from. And we have to remind people. והשאלה שרצו לדבר עם הרב ועם הרב יעקובסון, זה מה אנחנו עושים עכשיו לגבי אנשים שמתקשים בזיווגים, בפרנסה וכדומה והם לא מצליחים ואיך הם נמנעים להגיע למקומות האפעילים של, נטילות, של נטיות עובדניות אנחנו מודיעים לסביכים לשמוע מה שיש לרב ולבי רבי ו... <coughs> ש Certainly the exercises that we gave today are exactly suitable for these situations.
2: A person, first of all, needs to be taught that he is good. And that his essence is only good. And the Creator knows
3: that he is only good. And the Creator loves him.
2: I'll
3: give a parable. A person lost something and is seeking for it. And we can see that he's ser- his searching for that thing in a completely dark room. Certainly, he won't find anything. It's obvious. He can bump into things. He can bruise himself. That's what he'll be able to do in that dark room. It is exactly the same thing for a person who is in this world, and he feels that things are dark, that things are not going his way. doesn't matter on what issue and he's really searching for life but he's in a dark place he won't be able to find anything
2: the
3: first thing that we need to do is we need to switch on the light for him and the light is Hashem as it says in the verse that Hashem is my light when a person is taught that the creator loves you And he only wants good things for you. And
2: he only wants to help you. That is the light. When a person knows the
3: Creator is with him, he now can address him and ask him, Hashem, you're the one who gave life. You are the source of life. Give me life.
2: Give me happiness.
3: These are, in fact, the exercises that we've been speaking about. Hashem loves
2: you. And Hashem knows that you're only good. And Hashem knows that you're only good. And when a person
3: really and truly starts believing in himself that his essence is only good, it gives him strength and happiness to live. (laughs) Well, we'd like please to address the question to Rabbi Jacobson.
0: So first of all, I second everything that the rabbi, the Rav, just said to the point. I'll just add a a few extra points based a bit on my experiences, especially lately. Tragically, yes, we have people who are struggling with real darkness in their souls. Darkness, demons, mental health, depression, anxiety, to the point that some people feel they have no other option but... I don't even want to say it, but to take their lives. So I just want to add a few points in addition to what the Rav just said. The Balshem says, the Balshem Tov, on the verse in Pashad Vayelach, Haster, Aster, Bayemahu, Haster, Aster, as Pone, there will be that day where God will conceal his face. But the expression there is Haster, Aster, double concealment. He will conceal the concealment Says the Baal Shem Tov, What does that mean? Because there are times where you know it's dark, like the example that the Rav gave. It's a dark room, now you need to find light. But what happens when the darkness conceals the darkness? You don't even know it's dark. Samim la'er, the verse says You can actually imagine that darkness is light. There was a chassid once in Russia. You know, Russia, there was a very, very hot days in the summer, there was no air conditioning. So the only place to go was into a basement, into a cellar that was below the ground. It was very cool there, relatively speaking. So people would go, they'd go into these cellars, but there was no electricity, so there was also no light. So once a chassid went down into a basement to cool off, and he says, it's so dark here, you can't see anything. So another person sitting there for a while says, don't worry, you stay here long enough, you'll get used to it. He says, that's exactly what I'm worried about. I don't want to get used to it. So there's a darkness that conceals darkness. So often people say to me, "It's very nice. I wish you could switch on the light," but I don't even know it's dark, and I don't, and I, and, and I am so used to this. So I want to throw out a few other suggestions that can really help a person. One of the most powerful things in Judaism in Yiddishkeit is that we don't always work from the inside out. Inside out means you discover your neshama. You recognize that it's good. You recognize that God loves you, as was said. Vital, absolutely vital. That's why every morning we renew our contract and our awareness with Hashem. But there's another approach. We'll call it a behavioral approach, where you do actions. The Torah consists of mitzvahs. The mitzvah means even if you're not in the mood, even if you're not feeling joy or light, do a mitzvah. When you do a good deed, Hashem, you connect, a mitzvah comes from the word tzafzah chibur you're connecting to God, whether you know it or not, and God starts working through that action. This is a very common experience, it's called behavioral psychology, where change a behavior, and then things will follow. It says sometimes the chinoch, Sefer HaChinoch says, Acher ha. ha- behave a certain way and then your mind your cognitive and your emotions will follow it some people say I don't want to be only if good things happen to me I'll become happy and the way is the other way around do good things and you will become happy we don't wait for happiness happiness is a result of our actions so I want to suggest to anyone that's in a state of mind where they feel somewhat anxious or despair, or despondent, resignation, hopelessness, difficulty, whether it's with a shidduch, or whether it's with other matters. Don't let your mood control your behavior. It's difficult, but basically do something counterintuitive. You're not in the mood of, let's say, going and celebrating. You're not in the mood of helping someone. That's exactly what you should do. Behave in a way that brings kindness and a smile to another person, And there's a statement in the Talmud that says, When you pray for someone else in need, God responds to you first and fulfills your prayer. So don't underestimate the fact that by behaving and acting in ways, it's not faking it because you're really aligning yourself with the true you. So even if it's completely dark, behave as if it's light and do something positive, something kind, volunteer, give charity. Take on a new uh, commitment, study Torah, do a mitzvah. All these things will draw light. And you don't have to wait till the light comes. You can automatically achieve it that way. That's one suggestion. A second one is remember, a person who's trapped, is tied up, is locked up, they cannot free themselves. When you're in a pit, you can't pull yourself out of it. That's why we have the Mishnah that says, Appoint a mentor, someone you can trust that you can speak to. Find Kanelacha, acquire a friend. It's the Gemara, the Talmud says, the Pasuk says, Im yidag when a person is concerned, yasicheno. So the Talmud says, what is yasicheno? If you have anxiety in your heart, what should you do? So the Talmud says, yasicheno. It says, gives two interpretations. One from the word sicha, speak about it with someone. In a way, free yourself by speaking. Speak to a mashpia, to a rav, to a friend, to a colleague. The second interpretation that Talmud says is from the word hesachadas, with a samach. Ignore it, distract yourself from it. So the Rebbe Maharaj, the fourth Chabad Rebbe, asks, it seems like a contradiction. By speaking about it, you're not distracting yourself. So he says, when you speak about it, you free yourself from it, then you can distract yourself. In other words, you want to get this toxin out of you. So speaking to someone, don't underestimate. They can help sometimes just by the fact that they care, that they love you, that they believe in you. That gives us strength. We are able to be menachem each other. We're able to console and comfort each other. So in addition to everything that was said about the love of God, that you are really good, no matter what you're going through, it doesn't define you, as I mentioned earlier. Also, bringing in light through behavioral and through friends and colleagues can also counter some of that darkness that fills our spirits. One final thing I want to say is we're in the same boat. We live in a world that's difficult. Don't assume that people, other people are just everything is good, good for them. Everyone has their dark moments. That's what it is. God put us into a world that's called a chayshach kafalamachupah, <laughs> It's a double darkness, as I said. We don't even know. Sometimes our success and our prosperity conceals the fact that we're living in Galus. Galut is a misplaced. Our souls are misplaced, are dislocated. And we have to figure out and recognize that we're not in it alone. And Shinta Bigalusa, God is with us here. Ime anoichi b'tzara, like a true parent. No matter what we're going through, there's always a force, Shem's force that is with us, though we may not recognize it. So we know we're not alone we're not alone we are in it together we care about each other and when we show that love to others and they show it to us it gives us that additional that
1: added strength
0: that can help us out of a very difficult situation
1: thank you rabbi jacobson and we want to mention that this is part of very much connected to what we're trying to do online is creating a community that everyone can feel welcome and that's something we've seen that Chabad, which we know Rabbi Jackson was very close with the, with the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and we have the opportunity to bring some actors together with Breslov and Chabad, two very important organizations nowadays that we together can unify in our missions to help the Jewish people in the world. And that's partly what we're doing. I just want to make, ask that as a question to both Rabonim uh, from our viewers, can there be unity? Are, are we unifying? Is that really possible? That I mean, I see it in my own life with all the students of the Rav who've had Kesha with Chabad at some point or been involved through the larger networks and there's been unity. I've seen it with my own eyes, but I'd like to hear from the Rabonim themselves who are both from very important um, involvements with both communities of Breslam and Chabad. Please, can we hear from the Rav? <laughs> קישור ואחדות בין חב"ד לברסלב על
3: המסيمه שנועדה להפיץ את האמונה בעולם ולקרב בין אנשים ואימכן איך הוסים את זה ומה נקודה משותפת
2: כל תלמידי באשם טוב הוא הוא הוא, הוא רב של כולנו The Baal
3: Shem Tov is the rabbi of all of us of ol chasidim ובאשם טוב הוא והידיש דבא הגדול לחסיד כל יהודי And the Baal Shem Tov, he is the one that brought this new concept to make every yid important, that every
2: yid is meaningful. To praise every yid, to bring
3: every yid closer to Hashem. That may everything that you teach, that may it spread out to people. The path of Chassidus—that is the light of Geulah of Redemption. And from the Baal Shem Tov's Talmid, the Maggid of Mezrich, there were students, and from those students, we have all the
2: paths in Chassidus.
3: And every one of those Talmidim had a great influence on his environment, and that's why we have all these great Chassiduyot and all these great paths in
2: Chassidus who influence people. But Chabad, they took the
3: points of bringing Am Yisrael closer to Hashem more than anyone else.
2: <laughs>
3: the Lubavitch Rebbe did something tremendous and
2: unbelievable.
3: There's no place in the world where you don't have someone representing Chabad there to help you.
2: And wherever they are,
3: they bring and they make new souls to Hashem Yisborach. Wherever a Yid goes to, he knows that the first thing he should do is he should look for Chabar. And certainly this work, these activities, they're a daily thing that they do. And Rabbi Nachman of Breslav commanded us
2: not to be dried trees. That means when
3: a person does not bring fruit into the world, that is considered to be a dry tree. Because he commanded us to go out to spread
2: Immuna to teach Imuna. And truly,
3: this is one of the things that he warned us a lot to be very
2: careful not to become dry trees. Breslev is very small compared to what Chabad does. Chabad is spread over the whole world. But
3: thank Hashem, also in Breslev, we make new souls, bring them closer to Hashem. (laughs) That is the shared point between Chabad and Breslev that we need to bring Am closer to Hashem. May we have the merit of all of Am will do
1: tshuva speedily and soonly. Amen. Wow, so beautiful. that's a beautiful answer. We'd like to hear from Rabbi Jacobson. Just to Rabbi Jacobson, know there's a lot of positive feedback from throughout the world. So we are seeing a unified yeah. experience with Chabad and of tonight, from Mexico, from, from different South American countries. We've got, um, where else? Um, it looks like there's uh, Spain and Australia, New York. It's, it's throughout the world, thank God, and on Facebook as well. So please go ahead and, and explain how you saw being by the rabbi and seeing how nowadays where we're at with unity.
0: So firstly, that was beautiful. The, the Rav spoke beautifully. I second everything he said, but I'll take it even further as well. The Rav gave a very beautiful example about a tree not being dry trees, but trees that bear fruit. Let's take it a step further. How many different types of trees did God create? Thousands, there are apple trees, there are fig trees, there are orange groves, there are grape trees, I mean, there are so many different types of trees. Human being And every Jew, to be the same, he would have created one human being. The fact that he created millions of us, and the Gemara Talmud says, ain't they a shavas, they don't think alike, ain't and their faces are not similar, their personalities are different, that's exactly what God wanted. He wanted to create many diversity, many variations of the one divine image. So yes, we all share one ancestor, Adam and Chava, Adam and Eve, but we're all different. So the same thing is among Chasidim, and the same thing is among non chasidim and frankly the same is with all people on the universe. We're all diverse dimensions, diverse expressions of God's, let's call it God's cosmic symphony. Each one of us have our unique instruments, our songs, our customs. But they are all part of one symphony, what we call harmony within diversity. The Kabbalah and Chassidists talk about tiferet, is beauty. What is beauty? A beautiful face is not just a nose, eyes, ears, cheeks, a chin. It's a combination, a composite, harmony within diversity. A beautiful song is made up of many different notes, not one musical note a beautiful painting is made up of many different colors and shades and hues and images. The point here is to find the unity within the Ahdus Hashem, within all the diversity. So actually it's a beautiful thing that there are differences, not differences in a bad way. Differences are different forms of expression, different trees, different, different musical instruments. So that's one point. So Chabad and Breslev, just as it is with any community, have that in, co- in common. They complement each other, and they have many things in common. The Baal Shem Tov, as the Rav said, and in general, certain principles. That's one point. Second point, when you look in Tanya chapter 32, Perik Lev, the chapter called Heart, Lev, or in English you'd pronounce it Love, the chapter of Love, he talks exactly about that. What is Avat Yisrael? And he says, it's different, but they all are together with one father. And he says, we don't know who's the greatest. or who's the, We don't measure these things. That when you make your soul primary and your body secondary, then we all become one. Spirituality connects. Materialism divides. And finally, a third point, and that is the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya Vishulchanar, the founder of Hasidus Chabad, who was a student of the Magid, as many other students, he said once that Chabad is not a maflega. Chabad, Chabad, is not a party. It's not like there are different political parties or denominations. When you talk about Torah, it's hashkafa, and that we all join together. It's not about a card-carrying Breslov person, a card-carrying Chabadnik, a card-carrying Litvak, or a card-carrying Belzer Chassid, or anyone out there. We are all part of one larger nation, one Torah, and each brings our diversity to it. So in that sense, I find on the contrary, there's a cross-pollination that happens when you have different schools of thought. Shammai and Hillel, for example, disagreed adamantly. Shammai in some areas said, Lechumra, he was severe. He, was, he said, Leisser, that it was forbidden. Hillel said, it's not. And yet they were both they were both words of God, and they both come together in that mosaic. So I see this opportunity as a reflection of that. And as the Rav said, I second the blessing and bracha. God's blessings of our Father is when we're together, when a father sees his children sit together at the table, even if they have different approaches. And may they, be even, they may even have different opinions. But their children, the same children and their brothers, that's what creates the greatest blessings. The greatest blessings. Shalom peace does not mean everyone has to be the same. It means harmony within diversity. And as the Rav said, Bresov and Chabad have many things in common specifically. But that was addressed. I don't need to repeat that. So overall, I find this to be the greatest blessing that we can join together from different schools and create a greater beauty, a greater synergy. A synergy that's greater than the sum of the parts which of course will prepare us all to the time when Mashiach comes, when it says, A person will not teach their other. All of all will know aisi God, one God, from young to old. So we may be diverse, but we all connect to one
1: Hashem Echad. Inspired us. Could a translate a sat just the nekuda?
2: No, no, sir. Avanti,
1: Avanti. The Rav understood. Baruch Hashem, we we zochetu on the heart. When you speak from the heart, you understand. Rabbi, Rabbi, just a personal note. It was beautiful. Thank you. we we've always I thank God been to Beautiful words from the Jacobson family, from from Simon and from from Rabbi Jacobson and. We're looking forward, please God, to get all together, all the mishpacha in Yushalayim. We'd love to see everyone together, Amen. speaking together in Yushalayim in person. And we'd like to go in here at our studio, in our studio, a big studio, <laughs> Studio Gadol, Upan Gadol. <laughs> but we'd like to also let people know that we're having, please God, in future classes. We're going to be hopefully, potentially having Asif Gorin from LA. He's going to be in LA instead of Israel and Nissan Black. They potentially joining us next the week coming. That's not confirmed. But the following week for sure, Gedalia Fenster is joining us from Miami in the 24th of January. And we're gonna have a musical energize with your wife y- Shafari and and Hill on the 30th of January. And please God, Mendy Weinreb and his brothers will come back. And we're looking forward to host many special guests just like Rabbi Jacobson, who could bring a lot of clarity and chizuk to all our listeners. And we thank you sincerely with all our hearts. And we recommend people to go to the Meaningful Life Center and to also continue joining us at munalive.com and brezlov.co.il and all our YouTube and Facebook posts. Please go We we'll have the Instagram live next week. This week it wasn't there, but thank God we'll upload it the class there shortly. And we appreciate you following us on our podcast. Our podcast has, thank God, grown immensely. And that's how I came across Rabbi Jacobson through the podcast format. So we see the power of podcasting nowadays and how important it is to be on all the different platforms And that is one of the ways it's bringing us all together so that we can be Mechazic online and hopefully in person soon in Yushalayim. Thank you again for joining us. If the Rav has any um, ending words you'd like to say, (laughs) I'd (laughs) like (laughs) to make a blessing.
2: May Hashem have mercy on all of our Mishra'el. May they all merit to have full and complete faith. May they all have the merit to do complete Shuvah with no agony and no hardships. Amen. May they all, right.
3: all merit to see the full redemption. And if I may ask something, could I please end with a sentence which yeah. I think is unanimous to Chabad to breast of to all of us? We want, we, <laughs> we, want want Mashiach Mashiach we want Mashiach now. We want Mashiach now. We want Mashiach
0: now. We want Mashiach now. We don't want to wait. Hashem is
1: here. Hashem is here. <laughs> please sing. I don't know the song. <laughs> it's not in my kishkas like you had the pleasure to hear from the Bible. Bab- but that is segment. what we want, Mashiach now. Mashiach yeah. now.
2: Amen. Amen, we want Amen to Mashiach you all. Enough. It's a great pleasure
0: to be with you. I want to also give a bracha to all the people listening, that they shall be blessed. The Rav, the, Ravicha, Amen. the children that need blessings for healthy children, those being a blessing for happy shidduch, Amen. to find their soulmate we should all be healthy and strong and yet march toward the, Gula, Amit, the, the time has come Jews have gone through enough now we can finally come to the final conclusion and celebrate together the Gula in Akredash, with the rebuilding of the Beis Hamidosh Hashlishti
1: Amen Thank you Thank you again Thank you very much